Welcome back. Duval, UFC 273, also known as UFC Duval, to us natives. As advertised, man, what a, was a crazy card. And, I mean, great night of event, a great night of fights, crazy event. What'd you guys think? I think it was a great card. There was a lot of uh, unanimous decisions on there, or decision wins that elongated the night, so it was a very late night, but all in all, good fights. All I gotta say is you see a lot of random people there that you, you don't see in a long time that you didn't know enjoy watching stuff like that. Yeah, it was um, good, good for the city. I had uh, a lot of star power out there. Got to, I think, uh, actually got to sit next to a couple of fighters. That was pretty cool. Um, a lot of decisions. Um, it was it was a stacked card, and initially, I thought a couple of fights that were going to be fighting tonight ended up being a little bit of lackluster, and then some maybe a couple of fights that I thought would be uh, boring or maybe pretty decisive ended up being. Like complete bangers, so um, I guess we can just start like from the first fight that I saw. We, I kind of got in there a little late. We got we got in there and saw the K Hansen against Rodriguez fight. Correct, right? Right. And mm-hmm. that's when we was in the concession stands. Yeah. Right. I I didn't get to see a whole lot of that one. Um, Unfortunately, I got. I, by the time we got to the actual uh, seat, it was already over, and they were, you know, moving on to. It was also a decision. It's a lot of those, right? Well, we got to see one of the first finishes of the night, or the yeah. first yeah. finish of the night. Oh yeah, with uh, Vendera and Olenek. The correct veteran. Hmm. Fight 932 for Olenek. Man, Olenek is like, this man has, is he going to break the record, bro? Is he going to, like, end up fighting until he's, like, 70-something? Because dude ain't slowing down. And he ain't slowing down, and he ain't changing game plans. Nah. This man, he he, he knows what, to go, what he goes for is, uh, Subs, chokes, Ezekiel's. Man grabs your neck as a wrap. Yeah, man. And, you know, everyone knows his game plan. Everyone knows exactly what he's going to do. Everyone knows his strengths and weaknesses. But it's so hard to stop it. The second you go onto the ground with him, most people just panic and fall into a choke. <laughs> They can't do anything about it. It's hard work, man. Hard, hard work. Once you get into that man's Sambo game, very few people survive. Um, And we watched, okay, so we watched the uh, Mickey Gall, Mike Mallet fight. And that was the second finish of the night. And I was like, oh, this night's going to be fantastic. Right. It was so quick. I was like, okay. Oh, like, yes. Um, let's keep it rolling. 
What do you think about Mickey Gall now? As opposed to going into, you know, because this guy, this, this, this the Mike Mallet guy, he's a Canadian, right? Yeah. Was he like? I'm unsure. He has maple syrup. <laughs> he has maple syrup? He has maple syrup, for sure. He had the I mean, the all. striking difference. Oh, wow. This guy was only 2-0 and walking into this. Was he 2-0 and going in or 2-0 and coming out? Uh, maybe coming out then, because it's it, his updated his on his little thing on UFC website says two and zero, but I don't know for sure. Well, he's got color now because before he was grayed out. Right, he he wasn't unlocked yet. Yeah, he was the next fighter to be unlocked he's... according to the UFC website. Correct and. Boy, did he show up. <clears throat> he did get booed by the fans in Jacksonville. Yeah. I was part of that mob. I'm not going to lie. I was part of the USA chance. Not going to lie. Okay, so he's definitely 2-0 and um, coming out because his first fight was against um, was in the Contender Series. And then this was his wow. second fight. So second pro fight. So they have a lot of out. high promise for him. What's up? Knocking out a veteran? Mm-hmm. Ah, would you consider Mickey Gall a veteran? He's like middle guy. Well, I mean, he's I mean, better he in sport. And you got to remember, he walked into the UFC also at like 2-0. and No, he walked into the UFC 1-0, and right? Is he 1-0 or 2-0? And, and then he fought CM Punk. It was 1-0, and, and then he beat, or he had like a one fight in the UFC against I don't remember who Mike Johnson or something like that. He was supposed to fight somebody and the winner of that fought CM Punk, right? Correct. Yeah. So he 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 fought CM Punk 2 and 0. The kid's so got he's, talent. So he's a though. veteran in the UFC. He's got talent though. It's just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's making the right move. So he made the right move to go from New Jersey. I think New Jersey, right? I think it was in New Jersey. And then he moved to Stanford MMA. So he's he's in a good camp now. I think the only problem he made in that whole fight was boy doesn't know how to chuck, tuck his chin. He leaves that thing wide up, like all the way up in the air. And it got hit. Honestly, his best win to me was uh, over Sage Northcutt, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. And he got clipped in that one, too. And then he clipped him, and then something. Yeah, I think it's safe to call him a veteran, bro. I'm looking at his, like, He's been around a lot for a little while, so, yeah. He's been been in the game. He had the point, though, where he getting pretty even on that ratio and it's not a good spot to be even in that ratio unless you're like fighting at 145 pounds in the women division <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that yeah it's definitely not a good look losing to somebody that's only 1-0 but we booed this man for trying to talk about what was it a donation for something 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 good a charity or of some sort right 
I think he was doing something for cancer. He he had he said like fuck cancer. Yes. And yeah, you know, this man. I I would like to say I'm sorry. <laughs> we you would like to, to formally apologize. I'm sorry for the maple syrup jokes. That I mean, booze. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I thought you were trying to plug your Instagram. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey man, when you win, you can plug whatever you want. I guess. Yeah. We looking out for some more of it, mom. Mike Mike Mel in the future because uh, I was I was he's two and zero and this is uh, he made a statement got a one of the very rare finishes on this UFC two seventy three card so shout out to Mike Mallet Mickey Gall yeah. um, it's gonna be interesting, interesting to see where he goes next but gotta give credit where credit's due yeah that's not a good look for Mickey Gall I'm looking at his record right now and. That's two fight losing streak. His next one's gonna mean a lot. Let's just go with that. Well, the next fight on the list, we all thought somebody else was gonna win, and we, we was wrong. Oh yeah, way wrong. I picked um, I picked Aspen Ladd in this one. Uh, I think we all did. On the last pay per view, or on the last podcast, not last pay per view, the last podcast, I said that I have. Or the Aspen Lad should win this in all accounts, but I feel like Rocky was gonna win. That's what I said on the last podcast, and it just happened to work out that way. But in my mind, Aspen Lad should have won this fight. I don't understand how she was an underdog in this fight. I'm not sure what's going on with her, man. It's, she's on a little skid, isn't she? Is that two in a row. I mean, she only has. Okay, if you go, if you count her UFC career, she has three losses. If you, if you go by, I mean, she yeah, yeah. She Norma Dumont was her last fight. She lost that one by decision. She beat Kuniskaya. Um, before that, and then lost to Drain Drain the Enemy. She's she has some good names, though. Yeah. Like, there, there isn't a lot of shame in losing to Durandamy, even though that was a knockout loss. That's then the she she came had a back. bad weight cut, right? One of them. She had a bad weight cut in a couple fights. And then her next loss was at 45. Because of also a bad weight cut prior to that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of rough for. She might need a nutritionist or something. But she doesn't look like. She doesn't look gigantic or anything like like she would have a hard time making that weight cut, compared to like a lot of the other people in that division. So I don't understand what her issue is. But yeah, I mean, she might need a nutritionist because she's she's got good hands. She does. She's a good striker. Which the original opponent for this fight was Aldana, so that would have been a straight up whoa are you at serious? distance boxing match. Yeah, that was the original thing uh, fight, and then she had to change up camp for Rocky, which both are going to be kind of like boxers. 
But one's a get-in-your-face, dirty-type boxer, and the other one's a clean, on-the-outside, striking-type boxer. She might have got slept if she fight Aldana. Yeah, Aldana would have destroyed her. If she fought like that against Aldana, she would have got, yeah, destroyed. All right, all right. I got one question, though. Let's move on from this fight. Do you guys recall anything of this Anthony Hernandez against Josh Freemed fight? God, I swear I saw it, but I can't tell you nothing about it. I remember it being, like, pretty wild. Like, both guys were what? trading back up. Yeah. God, I don't remember nothing. And I know so I, I think... wasn't drinking like that. That's the crazy thing. I think I took this time to stand in line in a bathroom. <laughs> and that's where this fight happened. Those lines were outrageous. <laughs> the crazy thing was, was like, enter and exit lines was, those were enters. Yes. So, and they were outrageous. Both sides. Right. All right, so I, I can tell like, you about uh, this Ian Gary and Darian Weeks fight. I thought Darian Weeks was part of Bone Thugs and Harmony when he walked out. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Yeah, he could have rolled with them boys. Little lazy bone action. He had a part of braids. Like he for real looked like he was part of bone. <clears throat> Good fight. Ian Gary still undefeated. Supposedly yeah. the next guy from uh Ireland at one seventy. He definitely has the hype train behind him. Is he gonna get the neck tat next? With the chest? I don't chest know. Chest tat, left arm, uh you know, you can get all that. Man, he's tall. Like 6'3 for it's just a tall welterweight. So he's 2 0 as well. Uh, but this fight to me was more about Ian Gary than it was about anything else. He had a lot of talk that he, he talked coming into this fight. And in all honesty, it was kind of lackluster for all the shit he was talking. Yeah, I remember you was telling me about what you were saying. Who, yeah. who talks better than him, Chael and uh, Connor? Chael and Connor are the only ones in his league, according to him. And you're going to say shit like that when you're going against, this could be my ignorance, someone like Darian Weeks, who's not a huge name. That's Dizzy and you already Get it straight. Dizzy Bone. And you already struggling a little bit. You better tighten up. You better tighten up. Well, he only has... Uh, Darian is, is the opposite. He's only two. So he's on the opposite um, side of that. I mean, he's, he opened up as a pretty big dog, too. Yeah. Wasn't he... Wasn't he... Didn't he end up at, like... I think, like, plus three something like... Or something like that? Plus three... 280. Some change? According to the site. 280? So he was... uh. 0-2 come in in this fight, fighting somebody that's undefeated? I think he was, no, no, I think he was um, 0-1. I think his only fight before that was against Brian Barberina, which was a loss. 0-1, so he's technically 0-2 now. But he's definitely, I guess, but he, was, he got, he, he was fed to the talent, is what you're trying to get at. Part of a pad. Maybe, I mean, both are decision wins. So, 
I mean, he didn't get ran over, but definitely got lost. That fight, I remember that one. It was um a little. It, it, there was some moments where they tried to, where it kind of went forward, but that was that was the fight that um looked like more of a medium sparring match. Well, I hope this guy bounces right back and does something well with his career because he he chose a very tough career to be in. I hope he bounces mm-hmm. back. Yeah, I mean, he got some potential. Being, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna get some good matchups too. And in one seventies, heating up, man. There's a lot. There's a. This is a lot of movement now. The I mean, whole division is deep. Even mm-hmm. outside the rankings, it's like deep. Mm-hmm. Yes. And adding to the pool, I mean, Ian, Ian Gary's going to be somebody to at least talk about for a little while um, while we wait and see how the dust sells on in the top of the division. But welcome to Somebody made a move at the top of the division. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Somebody yes, took a did. chance at the top of the division says sitting on that. Like we said before, we always talked about that. We'll get into that, how fighters at the top five of this division in particular would just chill out and only try to fight somebody within their range and not below them. So we'll talk about that once we get there. We're two fights away. Wait, uh, did they update the rankings already? No. Tomorrow. That'll be like Tuesday. Tuesday. Late Tuesday. I was going to say, because I see it as the same. It hasn't changed, but there's no update. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about this uh, Pichelle against Madsen fight, the fight that was supposed to be the low-key barn burner of the night that did not turn into that at all. Nah. This, I, I was way disappointed. Uh, I guess I had, like... Um, there were moments. This, this is, like, 20-second moments or less of it. Like, oh, no. Every time. Well, I thought it would be, be more of a dog fight, and it ended up being more of, like, a... Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't say Vink did go for it. I give him credit. He definitely went for it. And I thought he did enough to win, personally, but I guess Mark's takedowns um, were enough to edge, edge, edge it out and get the decision. Um, we had a lot of decisions on this card, so it had it made me thinking the whole time of, like, the whole open scoring concept, like what it, we can see the fans as well as the fighters and staff can see exactly what the judges think while the fight's going on. You can see the scorecards. Um, I think a fight like this would that would probably have been a really good idea. You know, it would have made um, a, a difference, I think. Because um, that third round, Madsen didn't want to engage anymore. He definitely wanted to just, like, take that, take it, do what he can to get the win. I think that kind of pissed Fink off a little bit. He's a little salty. Bro, I'd be mad as hell too if I had that Magnum PI mustache. <laughs> it's tough because like you get half the money if you lose, and if you think you won, it's just probably like a shit feeling to get half the paycheck um, and the loss on your record. Yep. Overall, though. I th- I thought it was a good fight. I just it definitely didn't have the 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 fireworks that like I expected. I thought it was gonna be. I thought this fight was gonna be fighting tonight, for real. Like going in, it was supposed to be low key prelim fight because we lost the uh, Jarzinho and 
uh, Tibera fight. This fight was supposed to be on the prelims as one of those, like, oh, my God, look at them. Yeah, there's supposed to be a barn burner on the prelims. You never know, man. I mean, you, th- you think when you see the, like, fights and you see the matchup and you think, all right, you can guess. You can never know, man. You never know going. I mean, you, you can make an idea, but once they get in there, it, it just – there's so many factors. And it just – sometimes the fights that you think are going to be – um, boring, or they might be a snooze fest, turn out to be fucking electric. And then sometimes the ones you think are going to be electric turn out to be fucking snooze fest, bro. Like, it just... And not to say that this one was, it's definitely, I guess, like, the expectation was, like, here. And it was, like, it definitely didn't reach that. Hey, can we, um... Can we do a little something out of the ordinary? Can we move the actual main event and talk about it briefly? Because there's yeah. not much to talk about, like, the whole fight in general, like, now. Well, after the Mackenzie yeah. Dern, Tisha Torres segment, can we talk about that one and then talk about I the real main events? We'll talk about the main event, then. I don't know which one you guys want to talk about after that with um, with Zombie and Volkanovski. I don't know which one you guys would rather talk about more between the Gilbert Burns and Chemaya fight or the Sterling and Jan fight? I mean, we can cover up, cover them all. There's only four more fights. But I do want to um, get I want to get the main event out the way because there's not much to talk about with it. No, there's really not. You want to talk yeah. about it right now? Oh, we can. just get it out of the way now. We can because these we'll next three fights, I feel we're all close. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we okay. So besides, uh, if you go, we'll go straight to the main. Yeah, uh, that was a that was Alex was a really really big favorite um, in the championship fight, and it was kind of I think most most people didn't give um, Korean Zombie a chance, other than the fact that he's tough. I don't know. I think the hardcores did. I mean, oh, but what? I couldn't like I, like I said before. I was rooting for him just for the sake of the fact that he's a he's a big underdog, and it'd been cool to have a big underdog pay off. But I just couldn't really see a real way he can beat Alex. Like actually, just like what is he better than Alex in, or what can he catch Alex compromise? Like what? Like just land a big shot like anybody else? Like any fight? Like any fight? You, you mean no yep. small gloves? That was it. One yeah, opportunity, but Alex is too slick, man. I know. He's too yeah. he's, he's too good. I think he's starting to uh separate himself from the pack now. Like, um he's getting into that all time talk when it comes to featherweights. If he keeps you know he is. He's back up he keeps back up these wins and then it's not just that he's winning, it's kinda like who he's beating and how. Like he looks so good against every opponent. He looked good against Max, even though, you know, obviously that that second fight could be a little controversial. He looked really good against Ortega. He looked really good um, now against uh, Korean Zombie. And I think that he doesn't have any, like, holes when you, when you look at him. I'm like, there's not much that you can just there's no weakness, as you can see. I think he's like a pretty complete fighter. So shout out to um, Volkanovski for getting it done and proving that why he proving why he is the featherweight king right now. Not featherweight, excuse me, 
But uh, that's right, Fedway King. And uh, good luck to Max getting back up there. I'm pretty sure that's the only real threat to his um, staying the champion. No, 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 no. Somebody announced their uh, back in the USADA testing pool today. Somebody are they actually, they are in the testing pool now. Some little guy, he was training a zombie to begin with. So he might have seen something that he feels that he could beat. You think so? Uh, as a shot? At 45? No. I, mean, I personally so- don't, but I've. I've also never been a huge believer in Cejudo. I'm not a fan Cejudo of Cejudo. Has, has proved me wrong many times. I will admit that he does have good skill, and he has proved me wrong, but I've never been a huge fan of Cejudo. I think 45 is going to be a little too much for him, though. If he came back at Bantamweight, I'd love to see him against Aljamain or TJ again. Like a 35 TJ, not a 25 TJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Ideal. even... I wouldn't mind seeing him against uh, Peter Yan. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't mind any of those fights. I think he's he's coming back. He's getting back into the pool just to fight at one forty five. It makes sense. It's the only fight that'll make him a lot of money. I feel he could take down Max Holloway and hold him down enough. It pains me to say that, but I feel like his wrestling is good enough to do that. To maybe get him a title shot, like that's how I feel. Hopefully, Maybe. Mets knocks him out, puts him away, call it a day. Go back to retirement. But his wrestling is so good, and you can't really deny that. And the UFC's rules, they cater towards wrestling tremendously. So, he might be able to do that if they end up matching up him with Max. Instead of just giving him an immediate title shot, it could happen. But I would rather see Max against Volkanovski. And you know how yes. much I like Max. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, I don't. I don't think that Cejudo has a. I, I would take Alexander in that. And I know, like a lot of times we we look at like recency bias. Like we we think about what the fighter just did, and then we factor that into like what's going to happen the next time they fight pretty heavily. So like right now, we just witness Alex basically just smash Korean Zombie. Let's be real. He, he fucked him up. Had a doc, had a uh, referee stoppage in the beginning of the fifth. Herb, no, this is the fourth. fourth. Herb, it was, it was that fourth. was the best stoppage mm-hmm. ever by Herb. It was a good stoppage. Like, Wait. I, it was a standing TKO, but in, in the fourth or was it, it the was fifth? In the fourth. It was the fourth. Fourth. Okay, okay, okay. I thought it was the fifth. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, we didn't have um, to stay five minutes longer. No, we had the gameplay like, hey, as soon as this fight, we out. <laughs> we out, out. Get ready. Okay. Get your belongings together. Um, but no, I, I just, one cejudo has been gone for a minute. Is he even? I mean, it's not been that long. It's only been what? Yeah, but it's two years. It's two years. It's two years. He, he is training though, because he's training all these fighters, and he's actually physical in the training department with them. So I won't say that he's out of shape. I don't think that he expected to be out this long. I think he tried to do a power play to get paid more money, and it just failed on him. Mm-hmm. Like, in all honesty. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah, He is I training think... with, like, one of the best ever. Yes. That's, like, 20 weight classes above him. Correct. 
And it's like it, the old school John Dotson versus Arlovsky, but yeah. But so do you think this is uh, a goodbye for goodbye for uh, Chan Sung Jung? Sung Kim's cousin? Uh, no. 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 Hey yo, I should call up Sung Kim and ask him if they went to go get uh Korean barbecue the other day. <laughs> him and his cousin. I should ask him. I'm gonna call him up and ask him. I'm be like, where was the invite yesterday? If he didn't get it before, he damn sure ain't get it after because his his mouth's gonna be fucking he ain't chewing nothing solid for weeks. That man got that was that was rough. Uh, recover soon, my bro. Recover soon. Nah, he's not Recovered done. Soon. He's not done. He's still got plenty of great fights to be had at one forty-five. Yeah, Zombie's exactly the same as he uh, he's ever been. Like, yeah, he didn't win the title, okay, but he's still one of the most exciting fighters and. In the UFC period, and he's gonna have all kinds of matchups that he's just gonna be exciting in, and people are gonna want to see. I got one. Yeah, he's I, not a Korean cowboy yet. Not a Korean cowboy yet, huh? He's he's definitely Korean Nate Diaz. <laughs> you think he's gangster enough for that? I mean, fighting wise, he is the way the way. He, his fighting style is for sure. I don't know his personality. It doesn't show like much in his uh, personal life, but shit, like the way he, the way he chooses to get down, that's it's pretty gangster. Like he, one thing about um, I I, I did ask I did ask the question: Would he? Do you think this is the end for him? Um, mainly because he took so much time off. Like when he was doing the military service, he had like what three years off. Yeah, three years. It was two years, and then the comeback story. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they just took such a big chunk out of like his professional career. I don't know. And then who's the, who, who? Who knows? Like in this sport, all it takes is uh, as when you have a name like he does, it's win like three or four fights in a row. Can you string together three or four fights, three or four wins, and then you can be staring back at the title? And while it's not like all about the title, uh, as long as he's willing to put on a good show, they'll still. I'm, I know they'll book him. And like I said. About any fighter, the game will get rid of you when yeah. when, when when it's ready. I was just curious because I know you guys. Are, I know you especially um, pretty big fan. So, would you? Th- what do you think as a fan of his? As a fan of his, I put him slightly above where I feel like Frankie Edgar was about two years ago. Where I love the guy. He's still competitive at the top of the division. Well, do I ever think that they're going to be champion again? No, I don't think they're going to be champion, but I never did in the first place. And the excitement's just there. I think he's got a lot of good fights that he can make decent money off of and continue his career if he wants it. I know for a lot of the Asian fighters, it's a little difficult uh, for them. It's harder for them to get fights lined up, and they seem to struggle to do one fight a year if they can. So, yes, as if he wants to do that. That that is tough because it's hard to get. It's hard to get multiple fights in a year if you can't get the logistics right. So, right. Yeah, I mean, I got a match wait, for him. Who's that? What you got? What you got? Barbosa against Zombie. I like it. I don't hate it. I like it. Um. Barbosa needs to win desperately. Um, and I think it'll be an entertaining fight. 
between him and Korean Zombie. Korean Zombie is just like uh, it's so it's he does shine in some moments where you don't think he will. He, like like I, I think that that Nick Diaz comparison is because he just bleeds so much and he takes up so much damage and he just keeps coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think uh, versus Barbosa specifically. That that could be a fight where KZ can get a win. Barbosa keeps going forward too. Mm-hmm. That's true. Both are primarily strikers, so you, you expect that you'll get a really good kickboxing match. But then both guys are coming off um, losses and um, are going to want to get a win. So who knows what that they can do? They w- they will try to imp- implement. Like you might see um, Barbosa. You know, come out and turn into a wrestler for, you know, the beginning of the fight. Just zombie, though. Well, I mean, just to show a different look because he's been every, his last few fights has been, um, you know, pretty brutal for him. Not like quite getting the result he's looking for. And Barbosa is super entertaining. Exactly. That's why I mm-hmm. figured that's a good matchup, just as a fan perspective. Because you know neither one of those two guys are fighting for a title. Unless nah. the whole rankings is sick or hurt. I mean, yeah. it's, like I said, it's, it just, it, all it, it does take... I don't see it. No. But can it happen? Is it, is it impossible? Also, no. No. I mean, like, if they, if they both string together, like... like it's, 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 it's easy, like I said earlier, it's easy to look at what we just saw and then think that that's how they're going to be Forever, but you know, six months later, if this guy, if as long as they, they're still dedicated and as long as they still have the the drive to want to be better, who knows what he's going to look like in six months? I mean, do, who knows do you what think the they going to look like? Do you think they try to feed him namesake wise to an Arnold Allen or a Giga? Mm, that's that was more. Um, that makes sense Zombie? too. Yeah, like, do you think they feed oh, him, or do you think they just go down. for the entertaining fight? Wait, wait, uh, who's uh, Calvin Cater got lined up next? Isn't he fighting Northern Island next? Or is that, that's not official? I don't know if that's official. I could see them trying, well, no, Giga <clears throat> just lost to Calvin Cater. So, <clears throat> hmm, I don't know. Uh, they, they usually try to have the guys there both ascending fight each other. Yeah, it, it, I so wouldn't be surprised. He might fight Josh Emmett. He might have a Josh Emmett fight. Or they might even they might even put him up against Bryce Mitchell because he just beat Barbosa. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. I don't find that one as entertaining. No, actually. I, well, I not to the, good. to the main fans. I, I, I find, find it good, good, but to like the casual match. fans, I don't think that it like grips. It'll you know what I mean? Good zombies jujitsu actually is, or Bryce Mitchell's Twister jiu-jitsu. versus Twister. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, mm-hmm. Bryce Mitchell showed he could stand and bang, so it's it's pretty yeah. interesting. I was just trying to give Sun Kim a shout out because that's his boys. <laughs> Alright, so split decision for Tisha Torres over Mackenzie Dern. That is another one where I'm like, man, we need that open scoring for sure. I thought it it was. It was a it was a good fight. 
It was good. Um, I thought McKenzie looked a lot. She looked a lot more um, aggressive. Like she was throwing some good, some big shots. And I mean, she wasn't able to get Tisha down and keep her down. Um, like, like she wanted, would have wanted to. But man, that that sequence when Tisha was when she was on Tisha's back and she was just holding her up, like she was standing in the corner. I thought her legs were gonna give out. But Tiny Tornado held on, man, and like made it interesting. She got the split decision, so um shout out to Tisha Torres. And um boy, Raquel was going ham in that corner. No, you know who was going ham was uh Mackenzie Dern's baby daddy, husband. I'm not sure. He had the baby in his arms and his hair on um, full display. He was hype. That was the hypest dude in the whole building. Oh yeah, he he, he was he he was about it. He put on for Mackenzie for show. She tried to take she, away uh, Tisha Torres' arm though. Yes, she and, did. Uh, yes, she, she did. Tried to get that shit home. Tisha survived a lot of uh, threats there. Probably she saw, she saw some toughness. Yeah, saw some real toughness. She survived a lot of toughness. Had the advantage on the striking, I would say. But I will say that Mackenzie Duran's striking has improved a lot. I didn't know Perillo was in her corner. And if you need to uh, get some better striking, Perillo's a good person to have. So, I'm happy with that. Is the uh, Hamza Chimaev train slowing down? Or um, did is, Gil- is Gilbert just that good? Are we going here now? I'm going now. If you ask me, the conductor of the uh, Hamzat train, he's still on um, full blast. But me, I I got dropped off down in uh, downtown the other day, so I'm good now. Right. He's a contender for sure. He proved that. Yes, Gilbert Burns proved he is also worthy of being in his spot. Even though I feel like he's just going to move down one. Yeah, he's only going to number three. Yeah. Like, if he moves down at all, he's only going to number three. That was a fight. That was that was a fight. The surprise. That was that was the surprise fight of the night, in my opinion. I think I think the consensus was this fight was gonna be pretty one sided either way. Like most people who were on the like, Hamzat like bandwagon thought he would just steamroll Gilbert Burns and the the betting line showed that. Yeah. Like Betting line was all was heavy. Hamza, what is he like minus five hundred or something like that? Almost four ninety. Mm-hmm. Gilbert so, plus three sixty. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. man. the number two dude. Like, are you serious? Yeah, but that's, that's that's the thing, man. Like, I don't think many people saw Gilbert um, doing anything with Shemayev, and then the ones that did, um, they also thought that he was just. Expose Shemaev, maybe crack him with a hard shot, put him out. He did. Um, which he, he did. He, 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 he didn't put him out. He didn't put him out. Definitely did crack him uh, several times. That that fight, I think that uh, this was a like we go back to the whole open scoring thing. I think this was a fight where if um, they showed why, like they they had their work to show, like how did Hamza win. It, I would I would be interested to see because uh-huh. I thought Gil did enough. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought Gil definitely did enough. 
to get the win. It depends how they scored the second round. Because definitely Gilbert won the second round. Like, mm-hmm. by far. This fight could have been a draw in my books. That's all I got to say. It was close to being a draw. Uh, like, I had... If if I was a judge, it's 10-8 second round Gilbert. That's my opinion. And this mm-hmm. fight ended at his draw. Hamza out one, one and three. You know, just enough to win one and three. And Gilbert, he got second round for sure. Like, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, he, he, he was beating the brakes off Hamza. Like, this man bleeds. He's not a machine. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like the Rocky Four Russian dude where he's a machine. You know what I'm saying? I'm like yeah. in the corner of Rocky telling me he's a he is a man. He bleeds. <laughs> you know what I mean? He bleeds. Like that that would be me right now. Even though I was on the hype train, but it stopped in Duval. And I, I got off, got my ticket stamped and everything. I'm home now. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. I wasn't on the hype train. I was on the he needs to prove something. I thought Gilbert was gonna steamroll this. So actually Shamayev got a lot of respect for me in this fight. When I walked out of the arena that night, I thought Gilbert did enough to win that fight. And I thought, same thing, he won one and two. I thought he won one and two, and then third was leaning towards Shemaev. But that being said, when I watched it as a review, I rewatched it. And I would say it's pretty clear that Chimaev won one and three. And he did come out with that victory. So, I think it was a good humbling situation where, you know, Chimaev has to go from thinking that he's going to steamroll everyone in this division to an eye-opening like, hey, I almost lost that. I almost got knocked the fuck out. Cause he almost did. He had weak knees more than once in that, in that fight. So he was doing the cabbage patch and shit. Oh yeah. I mean, but then again, he also knocked down Gilbert Burns Mm -hmm. hard in the first round. He he fucking knocked him on his ass. So it was a good back and forth barn burner of a fight, and yeah, Chimaev got more respect from me. Do I think he's a world beater like he? He wants to say in two divisions. No, I question him more at eighty-five now, but I think he's a good competitor at one seventy. We'll get to that one eighty-five talk after. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I I follow. Um, I mimic what you're saying as far as my opinion. Uh, going in, I thought I thought Gil had a legit shot to to get the win and um, even finish. I thought it would be with jujitsu after maybe um, hurting Hamzat. We just never saw him in any trouble. And now we can come away. Now, as a fan, I come away from that fight thinking, well, knowing now that he can get into a war and be okay. Because he was still there in the third round and, you know what I mean, still competing. He did look to slow down a lot. Um, and that was obvious that Gil had him hurt a couple of times. So who, who knows? Like, I guess. We're going to find out because he's going to get booked versus Colby, according to all the all the talk. That's, that's to be, should be the next fight, so who knows? I, I, if, if it's a main event fight and it's, three, it's five rounds, I'm very in, interested, interested to see um, how does he look. 
over the course of five rounds. That's why I want to say that, That's the only question I have left on him. Because I, I see that he can crack. His striking's not nearly as bad as I originally thought it was. Because I thought he was more of a wild man before. Not, not very technical, but... He showed it's better than I thought it was. Obviously, he has his wrestling skills. Obviously, he has heart and a chin because he survived this match. Now, mm-hmm. the only thing that I have left is because, like you said, he did slow down in that third round. Not knocking him, though, because getting hit that hard repeat that many times in that exhausting of a fight, anybody would. But will he last five rounds? According mm. to the conductor of the hype train, they told me that he went back to the game plan, supposedly, in the third round. Like He listened to his coach instead of giving the people the fight. How true that is, I don't know. But it could just be the beard that's giving the extra padding for his chin. So we don't know. Always. We don't know. With him and Kobe, he's going to have to have a gas tank. That's all I got to say. Yes, he has to worry less about his chin and more about his gas tank. And he can't just wrestle Kobe. There ain't no wrestling. Ain't just, ain't just wrestle. Wrestle, smash. Nah, nah. Kobe could wrestle. Hey, you know what's crazy? I didn't know this dude was a blue belt prior to going into this fight. He's no longer a blue belt, though. I know. He got his purple belt in this fight, but I didn't know that. I had no clue. I had no clue. Wow. It's impressive that um he even was he did engage in a lot of grappling with Gil, but Gil did a good Gil, Gil did a very good job of fighting off takedowns and um winning the grappling situations. I think like, when damn. he stopped that first takedown, it changed everything. Oh yeah, this, and that the damage he did from the bottom. Gil was like super aggressive from the bottom. Yo, what round like was laid, it where he kicked him off of him? I think that was round two. Yo, yeah, I think that was the second. Like, Say get the fuck off. Get off. Mm-hmm. Get off. Yeah, that was that was that was that was the fight of the night to me, and um I don't think there really was a loser, even though um on the on the stat sheet it does somebody has to get the the, the L and it's gonna go to Gil. I don't think he was a loser at all. He definitely showed the heart of a warrior, fought his ass off, and I think he got a bonus still. Oh, it's, uh, it's, night, it's, sure. Well, I think he also got the um, Peter's win bonus. Yeah, he got his win bonus also. He deserves it. Dana White paid him his win bonus. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean, you, you know you know how I feel about that. I think they should get paid. Um, they should get a win bonus. It should be the same. It should be a flat thing, not win or lose, but – Especially like for um like guys like uh not especially for because I think all of them deserve to get paid a flat rate um just for getting in the cage. But um and especially in fights when it's a toss up. Like it's it's very, very close. The other guy shouldn't be getting double just cause you know The judges said so. Yeah. But, I mean, Gilbert Burns came in there as looking at, like, a he was getting sacrificed. And he said otherwise. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sacrifices, um, most most fans, especially most um, most casuals, thought this was going to be just another walk in the park for um, Aljamain Sterling, Purion. 
I guess most thought that Pewter was just going to like execute Sterling. Um, he did put on the Jaguar helmet, <laughs> which he is did. already a losing sign. He, he said, no, I'm going to win. This Jaguar helmet helped me win. Well, Sterling was very, very uh, <laughs> emotional at the weigh-ins, too. I think that some people would think, take that as weakness, like he was afraid or something like that. But I think just all the sacrifices it took to get back, um, healing from a neck surgery, and plus all the back and forth with the DQ loss and how, how the fans um, – we're giving them shit. So, it's a lot. And watching the fight, look, I thought for sure the first round was probably the closest round out of all of them, out of all the fi- of all five. And I gave the edge to, to Aljamain in the first one, but not by much. It was just it just it wasn't like either guy did a whole lot, but. Jan was much more aggressive than he normally is. Yeah, we was talking about that during the fights. We were talking mm-hmm. about that as the fight was happening. Like, hey, mm-hmm. He came out. He didn't download this round. He just straight up came out. Walking True. Forward. And he was, he was he was throwing and at um, Aljamain pretty aggressively, but he was swinging and missing. So Aljamain did a good job of, um, with, with being elusive and being a hard target to hit. The next two rounds, though, yeah. I thought were obviously. I mean, next two rounds were obviously very dominant. And if you, how you counting these rounds is like interesting because my my thought about it is, Aljamain had Pewter in fight ending sequences or position for ten minutes for third, second, and third round. He was at threat of getting choked pretty much the whole thing. He was backpacked for most of it. But you got to give Pewter credit for not getting uh, sub, for fighting them off as well. Yeah. So that's why I, it's going to be it's hard to label those 10-8 rounds, even though it was absolute domination. And then I, the, the, I and then slightly the, disagree. You, you would still I call those 10-8 rounds? Round two, I would call or have a good I think there's a good argument for that to be a 10-8 round. Round 3 not as much because I think he only had like half the round on his back. Round 3, he did a lot better defending the first couple of takedowns and hand fighting. He he got better positions. Jan got better positions in round 2 than he did in round or I'm sorry, in round 3 than he did in round 2. Round 2 Aljo put that figure four lock on and stayed at it the whole round. Like, almost the entire round. I think it was, like, four minutes of that round where nothing but Aljo on, at, in backpack mode. So I think that's complete dominance in his situation where all Jan could do is hold on to wrist control and that's it. So I think that one could have an argument of 10-8. It was not scored as a 10-8, but it could have been a 10-8 round. And, yeah, the first round was definitely the closest, and the the other ones, I think, were pretty obvious. Round three, four, and five, I think, are pretty obvious which ones they went to. Mm-hmm. It was all about who who you gave that first round to. I thought Jan looked much improved in, uh, in, the, in the fourth and fifth, which is, like, that's kind of his thing. Like, once he 
that's you know usually it's like the first round is just like slow methodical but then pours it on as the fight um goes on round by round yeah and he looked he looked good but I don't think he was as dominant as like he he, didn't, he never really had Sterling in the fight ending sequence he definitely didn't look like how he did in the first fight that's for sure no but I think all that was a testament to how well how elusive Sterling was in, the, in his game plan they did a good job um with mixing in the striking effectively with um heavy grappling and heavy shots he was at those times he was just like purely diving for Peter's knees and I was like, damn, that's kind of dangerous, man. How many times were y'all thinking, like, oh, man, please don't knee him in the head again. Please don't knee him in the head again. You know what I'm talking about? Every position that it was, like, almost like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it again. Please don't do it again. The crowd was screaming for it. Every time he was in, like, a a down position, everyone was like, knee! Knee! But he would take his back and, you know, do his thing from there. It was just like, please don't knee this guy in the head again. Please don't. No. What's yo, next the for crowd? Me? The crowd was crazy though. Our section, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, the foreigners behind us, they had they were oh, foreign, yeah. right? They were foreign. Oh yeah. Yes. They had heavy accents. Yo, they were nuts. I don't even know what they were saying anymore. They, I don't, they, they were cheering for one guy, and then they started cheering for the other guy. I'm like, whose side are you on? Who are you going for? They're just fight fans. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kick his ass. Mm-hmm. Kick his ass. I'm like, is that the same guy? The guy, the guy, the guy directly behind us. I think he, I know for sure, he was pulling for Pure Jan in that fight. I think he had bets, uh, and he and he definitely had Korean Zombie in the main. Yeah. But yeah, they were they were fun. They, they made it. They made it really entertaining. I was like, oh yeah. There was a couple entertaining people around us. Yo, uh, let's go, Brandon. Dude was hype. Yeah, <laughs> like let's I go, say. Brandon was super hype. Yo, he was hype. He was, no, he was hype and mad for no reason. He was mad for right. nobody. He was looking around, <laughs> hoping somebody would say so. I'm like, like, what? Yo, yo, B, yo, B. <laughs> That's what I felt like saying. He, he had. And then we got the course. early twenty guys that were right behind me that couldn't hold their beer. Went too hard too early. Had to leave early on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Homie was tanked. All right, so uh, Al Jermaine's obviously going to fight TJ. Should be that was a call interesting out. fight. Make. Peter Young, no, I don't know where he goes. I don't, I don't know. That division is it's, it's loaded. It's definitely loaded. He could possibly fight the winner of the Rob Font Marlon Vera fight. Have they fought before any of those? I don't think so. Because he, he beat Aldo. He beat Sanhagen. Or Mirab. Mirab. I was going to say that he might get a, a, um, a matchup with Aljamain's teammate. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's that's his homie. Wasn't he in the cage with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he I don't know. Peter Yan is like. I don't see him not coming back up to fight for the title. I really don't see it. I, I mean, I don't see him not coming up to fight up for the title again. I mean, he can pretty much, it's a new fight, number five, all the way down to, actually, everyone's new for him pretty much, except for the top five, 
or top three. Because mm-hmm. he beat Sanhagen, but Rob Font down, he hasn't fought yet. Yeah, that's true. He, so yeah, he's he, got all the options. He already has wins over him. Number three and number four in Jose Aldo and, and San Hagen. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him um, versus Dillashaw, but I'm, like you said, pretty sure Peter Jan's not getting to TJ Dillashaw. TJ's going to probably get that title shot versus Al- Aljamain. Um, Rob Fott would, would be interesting. fight would be interesting, but I think um, Davish Wally would be even more interesting. Story-wise, that would be even more. Yeah. Better. Even even Song Yudong, but I'm not sure he will go that low. But you never know. Yeah, we just I don't think he's gonna go that low. Well you never know because like look at oh, number eleven fought number two. Because of that congestion in welterweight division, we had Gilbert Burns taking on Hamza Chemaev at Chemaev was ranked eleven, even though he had a, he had a fuckload of hype at eleven. And um I mean Yudong has has a good amount of hype too. But it might be a little bit more difficult for him, given that he's, he's – isn't he um, Chinese? Isn't he fighting out of China? Yes. Yes. It's, it's a little bit harder for him to get um, consistent, like, matchups. Like, right now. Yeah. I mean, he can – that would be – I'm curious about that. I would, like, I would love to see that fight. I, wish I mean, I be. wouldn't mind seeing the Dominic Cruz fight, but I really want the Dominic Cruz-Sean O'Malley fight to become a thing. Oh, yeah. I will, I'll definitely. That, that's, I, will, I will love that. I would love to see Dom and O'Malley. So that's the only reason why I'm not mentioning Dominic Cruz's name in that situation, even though he's definitely a a good option. Yeah, man. I, I will say this though, kind of like um, I. I thought Alderman definitely did enough to get the um the split. I know um some people would get the victory. I know um there's a lot of one person in particular wasn't too happy about it. Dana White didn't look pleased when he saw the scores announced. Um Yeah. You, you know, I, I laughed at the whole fight ending sequence. Because you could see that Dana White was standing behind Jan and ready to put the belt around Jan. And then when they announced that he was going, or it was Aljo, he was like, all right, I guess I got to go over here. <laughs> Dude, I'm just happy we got a uh, United States champion. You United know what I'm States male champion? Male champion, yeah, male champion. I'm just happy we have one finally. Yeah. Officially. Not no controversy or nothing. He won fair and square. That's all we're happy about. Right. People just need to respect Aljo, though, because whether they like it or not, Aljo didn't do anything different or spectacular that wasn't outside of his wheelhouse anyways. That is how Aljo fights. Aljo fought like Aljo and won that fight. Yeah, it was a split decision, but still. Hey, you remember that one time a long time ago, he had somebody in the backpack and his legs gassed. What was that dude's name? Mm-hmm. Misha Tate's old, uh, old uh, dude. 
Mr. Fishhunkin. He should have won that fight, but, man, he put too much strength into his legs to hold that uh, body triangle the way he did. Caraway. Mm-hmm. Callaway. Caraway? Caraway, yeah. Caraway. Man, that's, that's an L on Aljamain's record that he shouldn't have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, was that the fish hooking fight too? Hey. No, who did he fish hook? I don't remember who he fish hooked. Oh, well, that guy is out of everyone's mind. We were so salty afterwards. I remember watching that fight. That's when he had, right. the, uh, he had the flat top like Rakim with the part and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and Caraway was on the rise with these shady victories. Yeah. <clears throat> to no longer be here. I hope um, I'm pretty sure the UFC Jax did really well. Um, I hope it did uh, well enough for them to bring another event. I imagine to that it sold out, so I imagine they're gonna come back again next April. So if they keep coming back every April, I'm good. April, May, mm-hmm. whatever they want to choose, every time. Keep I like back. it. They said they did record numbers again, so come on back. Come on. Come on back. Well, we met so many random people just from being in spots that weren't even from Mm. Jacksonville to begin with. Where was the people uh, to the left of us at the one place we was at? The the little bar we was at? You guys remember? Key Key West. They were from Key West. Okay, that's that's Florida. Where were the the Volkanovskis? The ones from the right, the Volkanovskis, they were from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, they came yeah. all the way down here just to see some little Australian dude. Bro, they they made a trip out of it. Like uh, apparently they have friends in Fort Lauderdale, okay. so they flew all the way down to Fort Lauderdale, drove up from Fort Lauderdale for the fights, and they're driving back down to Fort Lauderdale. That's not a to fly task. out. That. That's a drive. That's not an easy task. It ain't be like, hey, man, I'm going to come hang out with you in Fort Lauderdale. Then I'm going to go drive up to Jacksonville real quick. Check these. No. Heck no. I'm going to be so tired. Yeah, I debate on flying down to Fort Lauderdale. What the? <laughs> but, right, yeah, so... they were from there. The people behind us were from Virginia. Uh... The guy next to me was from Tampa, but that's not that far. Uh, the guy sitting next to me was from Georgia. Hey, hey, guy from Georgia, Pooler, or wherever you're from, Down Lone Warrior, shout out to you. Comment on the video if you watch this. Say your name. You're cool. So, Peter Yan. He fights winner of Rob Font uh, against Marlon Vera. No, 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 the no, best no. choice. I already know who he's fighting. I know who he's fighting, bro. I know who he's fighting. Main event, USC fight night. He's fighting uh, Sean O'Malley. Y'all want to murder Sean O'Malley? I'm all for it. We can derail that hype train real quick. He's fighting Sean O'Malley. UFC fight night somewhere. I don't know where. Wherever they could get like a uh as long as it's not in the Apex. Oh wait, wait. They're still gonna do Apex fight nights, right? Yeah, they're still gonna do Apex fight nights. Who do you think is getting O'Malley again? P 
kirjaan. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Why not, not yet. Why not? They're gonna build. They're gonna. This is gonna be a slow build up for. It's the same uh, thing as uh, Hamzat against Gilbert Burns. Mm. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. <laughs> it's the same. But one's thing. willing to fight ranked opponents. There we go. The other one is afraid of fighting ranked opponents. I mean, the man just wants to get paid, but. I mean, you gotta do your work. Yeah, I don't see any way. Yeah, nah. I mean, he had to be breaking like uh, his. He he said he's gonna, you know, take the smaller fights, and as long as he's getting paid, what he's getting paid, there's no reason for him to jump into the top five, and that's going to number what two? Peter Young would be now. Yeah, I'm still be number one. Okay. Oh my goodness. Uh, I would say you guys want to talk about this upcoming card a little bit, but um, I feel it'd be best if we just talk about the main event, due to the fact of the big welterweight shift we're about to have, and it's a welterweight main event with number four and five fighting. Mm-hmm. Would you guys like to talk about that? You, you, Luke versus um, Malal Muhammad. I expect Luke to be violent and get the win. I think he's. I think he TKOs Bilal. Man, Bilal is very durable, but Luke is as violent as he is durable. Hey, Luke wins first round like demolishing. He might be able to be like, hold up, man. You beat my brother. You fight me now. He might be Rocky. And Gilbert Burns was Apollo. And this whole like thing with the Russian. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could happen unless they match up Kobe. But you you never know. Kobe, Kobe might need to get his like tooth fixed or something after the whole Masvidal incident. He might, go, he might have like court appearances and whatnot he has to do. So, Luke might be available if he wins. He may be. I'm I'm here for it. I thought Kobe Chamaya was gonna get set up though. I thought so too. But I mean Kobe might have to go to court. You never know. He might his tooth might not be right. Ever. So if Kobe Chamaev Yeah, don't happen, then you think it's gonna be Luke Chamaev? It only makes sense. Yeah. Cause Luke is gonna be stuck. Like literally. He's gonna and you know he's not gonna fight Gilbert. So he's either fighting Kobe or Chimaev. There's no if. Well, we also don't know what's going on with the whole Kamaru and Leon Edwards situation. We know that fight's well, supposed yeah. to be next. But you know Whenever Kamaru finishes his surgery and shit. But still, you know how the UFC operates, though. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really like who you think it's. Some, well, not really. Sometimes you can guess it. Most of the time you can guess it, but sometimes they shake that up and they go with who they want. With they like, you know, they they have their own plan. They are their own marketing um, for this promotion. So they know they know what is going to get the most dollars in the seats. I think they usually go with that. Whoever gets the most dollars in their pockets, because I mean, 
if you think about it from like a merit standpoint, it's hard to argue that Leon doesn't deserve a title shot given his long win streak. But we've seen that being be ignored before. And and be ignored specifically for like flavor of the night. Cause like you sometimes like a guy will have that you think they deserve to get a shot, but then somebody does something insane and then the needle moves straight to that person and then that's the person getting up getting booked. It's not the guy who you think deserves it based off the fact that he just compiled some wins in a row. Conor McGregor. <clears throat> oh yeah, he's you know when he comes back, he's fighting for a title in whoever's weight class he decides. They they, they, they find a, a fight they want for him. He's getting it's gonna be a title fight. I'm pretty sure you need a fighting Oliveira at 85. I can see him fighting Volkanovski at 55. Sorry, sorry, yeah, 55. Maybe even Volkanovski at 45. I don't think he's gonna cut down. I don't think he's gonna do that ever again. I think if that matchup happens, it's gonna happen at 155. Since Volkanovski was talking about jumping up to 155, anyways. Oh, that'd be neat. He basically said if Holloway is ready to go. We'll we'll sign that one up next, but if he's not ready, then we're we're gonna talk one fifty five, become a double champ. Mm. It'd be it'd be interesting to see him um some of the fifty five matchups. Um, but back to the the point. I don't know. I don't know. Can it? Yeah. I don't know either. Who Luke? No, like um. Volkanovski uh, taking those any matchup with um, not Volkanovski, sorry, um, Connor coming back. I don't know if it would. Um, I know I know he would get a direct title shot, but I'm not sure. Even if he wouldn't take Usman. Oh no no I get what you're saying. I was referring to Connor being the guy that just like jumps in front of the queue in right. general because yeah. you remember Max Holloway. He had to put together what ten fights, nine fights, how many fights in a row? Before he got the room belt shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Off the chance that oh. DC got his back hurt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All because Connor was the guy to do all that stuff. He just mm-hmm. leapfrogged mm-hmm. his way. I mean, at that point, 145 pound Connor was, he was killing it. Yes, he was. But you got these guys that put together these long streaks like Leon Edwards. They just don't get no respect. They deserve Zero. a title shot, but they don't get it. Well, I'm pretty sure there's there's probably somebody else right now. Tony Ferguson was somebody. Tony they Ferguson literally let Tony Ferguson fight till he was out of his prime before they gave him a interim title shot. I mean, he won it, but, but still, yeah, they wait. They they let him go on such a long win streak in one of the toughest divisions. Period. That. That kind of win streak should have gave you a title shot forever ago. Not only that, they stripped him of the interim belt. Only right. for him to fight for it again. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. So, you know, the UFC is very harsh with their choices. They're mm-hmm. very blunt and forward. Like, look, we're going to go with him. I have a, um, an interesting suggestion that we didn't even think about. We we heard the call out of TJ Dillashaw, but what what about Aldo versus Aljo? Um, 
Well, Dillashaw should be healed up by now since his uh, knee surgery or leg surgery, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. So I would be much more title shot. So it makes sense that he was front row. You know, it makes sense. What if we can yeah, get? A, I, I, I would like to see a matchup of Peter Yan, TJ, and I would like to see Jose get a shot, a crack in the title before again. But yeah, especially against uh, Peter Yan for the the mm-hmm. vacant belt. He did. Man, he's not he is on a what three fight winning streak right now? Yeah, three fight winning streak since he lost that uh, strap. Mm-hmm. He's looked good. I mean, he dropped down to 135 and lost to Marlon Marais in some tomfoolery decision. But he went on a little win streak. Then he fought Peter Yan and lost. He lost that fight to Peter Yan. Yes, he lost the fight to Peter Yan. But then after that, he's just been smoking people. Like he's been winning. Like I'm showing you why I am the king of Rio. He ain't been putting them away, but he has been dominating them and showing them why he's that dude. So, right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, people say, like, you don't drop down in weight and do better. They usually say most fighters go up in weight. It, it depends. So, sometimes, sometimes you get their success. Um, it, it just, it's just so varied on it's fighter to fighter, man. Sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't look good though. It usually is not a good. It's usually not a good sign when you see a person struggling at one weight class and then they go lower. It usually don't. Usually doesn't pan out, but sometimes it can. Um, speaking of panning out, uh, just saw news that a Brazilian cowboy parts ways with the UFC after twenty two fights. What? Ooh. They cut him, or did he? Did his contract run out? It's a good question. Um, though I don't know the answer to that question. I, I just know that they, that was I just saw. You the, know, um, a fight would be kind of intriguing is Sanhagen against Aldo. Okay, so um, according to this article, he um, he's already on the last fight of his contract, and they opted not to re-sign him to a new deal. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? The Cowboys, bro. We got Australian Cowboy. We got American Cowboy. We no no longer have a Brazilian Cowboy. Even though the Australian Cowboy doesn't want to be called. We barely have American. These Cowboys, it's it's time, man. It's time. You only last as long as you can, man. Like you said earlier, the fight game gets rid of you. Yep. You don't got you don't got to worry. You don't got to worry about it. It's time. Hmm. It's time. We always know he's game to fight. We know the fight's going to be something good and it is what it is. And I believe yeah. this is a Cowboys last fight, isn't it? Against Joe Lozon coming up on this pay-per-view in June. Supposedly. It was supposed to be his last fight 3 fights ago, too. Wait, now he's fighting somebody he should be fighting. Right, but just saying. 
Dana White has been quoted saying this will be his last fight, like, three fights ago. But they love Cowboy, so they let Cowboy kind of do his thing. And the fans love Cowboy, so Cowboy's still going to make them money. All right, so let's get back to that uh, hype train talk. And now, this guy has been quoted talking trash to Izzy, whoever, right? I'm referring to uh, Chemayev, a.k.a. Chims, as my wife likes to call him. So, Mr. Chims, I don't see him beating Vittori. Definitely not Whitaker. He might have a shot at Paulo Costa because that dude's head's not in the game. I don't really see him splashing in the top five the way the hype train brought him to where he's at now. That's how I see it. What do you guys think? We're talking 185 now. 185. Izzy? Oh, bro. The only... I, nah. I see him getting slept by Izzy, honestly. <clears throat> yeah. Same. I feel like he... I, I think Izzy beats, beats him pretty easily. Um, yeah. I don't, really, I don't really see him doing much in the um, 85 division at all. I think his. I think he's a contender at welterweight. I think he would do okay against all the fours. Against all the who? All the fours. Honestly, I think Darren Brunson might be able to get him. I I I mean competitively. I don't mean like he's gonna win any of those. Because if Paulo Costa can get his head back in the game, I think he smashes Jemaya. The only reason why we're questioning uh, Costa right now is because. I don't know. He's making fucking vagina jokes with his armpit on his social media. That's what his days have come to. That's uh, Vitor Belfort's son, man. <clears throat> Blood. Blood. Somehow that's his son, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's, he's Vitor's son, bro. Son. I, don't, I don't know how. I mean, unless Vitor was getting it in at a very young age. <laughs> I just don't know how, man. Yeah. Man, what's wrong with this dude, man? Whatever wine he was drinking, the night he fought he fought uh, Izzy, the night before, please, can I have some? Please, it has changed your life. I don't want a whole bottle. I just want a cup of it because the whole bottle obviously messes you up. But I just want a cup of whatever wine he drank before he fought Izzy. Because man, that wine is some potent stuff. Strong. Because you know how we always link, like, some traumatic moment to an athlete's issues? Like, uh, they say Antonio Brown's issues was uh, the hit he took from the dude from the, what, Bengals? Was yeah. it the Bengals? Mm-hmm. Burfitt, right? That's how you say his name? Vontes. Vontes. Vontes lit him up and changed his whole life. So... Whatever wine Paulo Costa was drinking, I want some of that. I want my you life know changed. That? But I ain't drinking the whole bottle because I know what happens when you drink the whole bottle. I just need yeah, to be careful. We've just seen cup. it. Just cup. Just cup. I ain't about to go shave my head bald and get hair implants and whatnot. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I just want a cup. I just want to be in La La Land. Just a little taste? Yep. Whatever it was. 
because it's not grapes that they crushing in that wine. <clears throat> yeah, Paulo, um, that's gonna be that's gonna live oh, for a long time. Oh, 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 with, with Chemayev, Jared Cannonier probably sleep him. I don't know how good his wrestling is though. It might be okay. That would be an interesting one. I don't see him doing good against Whitaker. Costa, if he doesn't drink the wine and he clears his head, I think Costa can knock his ass out. Sean Strickland would be an interesting fight. I think it would be an interesting fight. Same with Derek Brunson would be... I think... <clears throat> excuse me. The Derek Brunson fight might be a slower pace, but close to the same as Gilbert Burns was. Yeah. Um... Anyone outside of the top ten, the only person I think he has trouble with is Kelvin Gaslam. Gaslam, he's still got potential. Gaslam's got all kinds of potential. I mean, I think he looked good against Till Hall, Uriah Hall. Um, I think he'd be okay against Jack Hermanson. Um, but other than that, I don't really see him doing much at 85. However... I think his best matchups at seventy, because I mean, mm-hmm. even though Gilbert did make him look look a little bit human, and not as much as uh He's not the juggernaut, machine. yeah, he looked like a juggernaut he did in the first, in the previous four fights. Um, I still think that his best fights, his best matchups are going to be at once one hundred and seventy pounds. I think he'll do well against um. Most of the like I've top five, I think he'll do he'll I think he'll be okay against um Vicente, Leon Edwards. I'm 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 curious to see how he'll do against Kobe. I think Usman has the edge. And then we already saw him fight um Gilbert Burns. I would be I would be actually pretty interested to see him face off against a guy like Steven Thompson. I want to see him fight Sean Brady actually. Well the thing is, um that would be nice. I, I like I like that too. Because they're both like, like that. new guys. But it's, I think he's it's getting. Time. It's time. I think he's for sure coming off a oh, win. But he's fighting definitely Kobe or right. winner of uh, Bilal and Vicente. For sure. Right. For sure. I don't think he would be going that deep down into the um, into the rankings right now. I think um, Brady's going to need to fight somebody. He'll probably fight loser of one of these fights that just that's happening. Within this yeah, span. like Muhammad or maybe um Gil. Well, I mean, I was about to say, where does we Gil don't know, go? We don't know if Muhammad lost yet. We're not in the future yet. I said maybe, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it, he'll fight loser of either one of these two fights. Man, stop playing. You know, Bilal getting beat, bro. Sure. If Bilal gets beat, then I say Gilbert Bilal happens. Okay. I can see that. I can see that happening too. It, it makes the most sense, but I feel like Sean Brady's the the guy that's sitting on the outside because you know he's not going to fight Jorge. Jorge, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with him. And then you got Stephen Thompson still out there. Don't know what's going on with him either. He wants somebody. He wants somebody that's a stand up fighter. So someone that's just going to you know stand up and make a kickboxing fight. He's not really looking to get booked against another like wrestler. So. I, that's a bad, probably a bad idea. I'm not probably a bad um, prediction to say Hamza because I don't think he was signed that fight. 
Neil Magny trying to get a fight with. He was just trying to sign up for a fight recently too. That would be good. Magny, Magny, and that's Magny and is Wonder Boy fought yet at all? I want to say that one did happen already. I don't know. I feel like Magny's fought like the who's who of every div- or the, his division because he's been around for so long, just fighting anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Magni Wonderboy wouldn't be a terrible matchup, or even Magni Sean Brady. I'd take it. Yeah, I don't want to like. I, I don't want to shut down the possibility of um, Hasmat going for champ champ status because it depends on who's there. But yeah, I definitely don't see him doing much um, after after the last this last performance. I don't think he's going to just run over. Um, the top five of welterweight, let alone um, anybody in middleweight. So we put that to rest. But I do think he's a contender. I think I left that fight for sure thinking that Hamzat is a legit contender. Um, Even though I thought he was being a little bit overhyped going in. Agreed. I I thought he was overhyped. I thought they were pushing him too hard with this fight, to be honest. But... I came out of this fight getting my questions answered. Is he a contender at 170? Definitely a contender at 170. Will he be champ? Don't think so. I I don't see him at this moment beating Usman. No. But the Kobe Covington will answer that. I was on the train, but the conductor fed me enough stuff to make me get off the train. And I was glad the, the, the train stopped here today yesterday two days ago i'm glad the train stopped and i was like thank god this conductor he don't know how to drive the train so either way i i feel also he's definitely top five guy they pushed him all the way up to the the spot that he deserves wherever he lands but does he beat kamaru i don't see it not right now definitely not right now because right, no. we're going to do some MMA math that makes no sense like usual. Gilbert Burns, yeah, he dropped uh, Usman. He stunned him a little bit. But he also got put away by a jab from the champion. Am I right? Mm-hmm. You're right. So what happens if he gets jabbed by the champion? Champion got cardio as well. That this fight ain't gonna be three rounds. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Five rounds, baby. And I believe Kamaru Usman's currently the pound for pound guy. I don't care what the rankings say. Even if they don't say he's number one, he's pound for pound currently right now in my book. Yeah. I think they actually do have him as pound for pound number one, don't they? I hope they do. For the rankings. Let me check. It's been a while since I looked at those. Oh, wow. John Jones is number seven? Oh, my goodness. I mean, he hasn't fought in years. Well, you remember for the longest, he was either number one or number two. Yeah, it was between him and Demetrius for a long time. I kind of like these rankings in a way. They got uh, Usman as one. Izzy as number two. two. Volk as number three. Like, you know, I... 
I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta throw some kind of shade on the dude, even though I respect him so much, because you know I like Holloway, but mm-hmm. he he deserves his spot as number three, Volkanovski. He deserves yeah. his spot, bro. He's he's good. He's really good. I don't know if I would put Holloway under Oliveira and Francis, but I wouldn't have put John Jones at seven either, even though he hasn't fought in like three fucking years. In my opinion, I think that's the only reason why he dropped. Be active champions. That's how I feel. You got Poirier up there. Come on. I think that it should only be active champions, but the champions should be on there. We don't have 15 titles, so there's going to be other people on there. Well, once you get past the active champions, that's when you can have the um, the guys that are like the 1Bs in their divisions. Because, I mean, the only reason why I argue against that is I think Whitaker's 1B in uh, 185, and I think he can... I think he has he's a better talent than a lot of the other champions in other divisions. You know who so Aljamain's not on this list. Nope. He will be. He should. <laughs> you put him at fifty. He, he, I'm sure he'll he'll pop up somewhere in the bottom. I don't know if they'll put him in top ten, but they'll he'll, they'll put him at the bottom of this, and Jan oh. will drop. See, I made I made a fatal mistake. I was like pound for pound, but I didn't realize they did like men's and women's. I thought it was all condensed separate. in one. No, they're separate. I mean, they used to be condensed in one, but they do separate now. Should be condensed in one. The way things are going nowadays, but it's a different story. <laughs> I have a problem with the women's pound for pound rankings though. There's just I feel like there's not enough It's not a fair fight because there's not enough divisions. There's not enough competitors in that. Right, like I know there's technically three divisions, but there's really only two. So your your pound for pound rankings one through or champ yeah one through fifteen are going to be comprised of your a mixture of the top tens of two divisions like there's just no other way around it it's not as three divisions kind of we got like Ish. three and like a quarter three uh, and the eighth. Uh, Oh, you're right. There's three divisions. I I, I apologize. Like three There's three divisions. It's like three and an eighth. It's the fourth division that doesn't exist. That's why I say it's the eighth. You got an eighth. Yeah. You got an eighth. Of a There's division. only one person in that division. Officially in that division. <laughs> yes. And she's technically a 35-pounder, too. She is. So. There's that. They haven't even updated her belt. But either way, the whole UFC 273 back in Jacksonville is beautiful. Kind of long. But if I could do it again, I absolutely would. We're going to go into the wooded area once again to tailgate. It's a good spot. Mm -hmm. It's a great spot. And hopefully they come back next year. Maybe this year, December. We might get lucky. Something. Mm Mm-hmm. 
the more the, the faster the better and it was dope i strongly suggest if you live in the area you should go to one at least it's something else it's definitely an experience it's not the same I mean, thing as just chilling with your homies and watching it on the couch or something or going to a restaurant bar or whatever watching it it's totally different it's totally different the you're, there. you're the, there you're there you're there yeah and the vibe's completely crazy in there for me it's like hearing the strikes is uh it's insane, like how loud it is. Those leg kicks sound like um, people hitting the getting a nice strike on a baseball bat. Like even when you hear the uh, what are they clapping? The wood claps for the ten seconds. The wood mark? clappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even hearing that is like different than hearing it on TV. Mm-hmm. You know? Plus the buzz, plus the buzz of the crowd and the energy, like in that stadium, is just unmatched. You can't really get that. You get like a small percentage of it when you watch it at the house, but when you there, man, it's it's immersive. Like you can you can get it gets, you get wrapped up in it so much that you can't even t- pay attention to well not pay attention. You can't. It's hard to tell which round it is. Like I had a hard time with that um, Volkanovski fight. I thought that it was on round five. Nah, bro. The way they had the round set up, they changed up the um, the user interface. That's the best way I can put it. From before, you know, before they would have the three lines on the bottom mm-hmm. or however, five lines for each round. Now they got a little gold box that says what round it is. Mm-hmm. So if you're mm-hmm. not looking for that particular, you're like, what round is this? And then you'll see like R2. And you're like, what? Oh, damn. I thought there was a third round already. It's, it's, totally, it's totally different. And also shout out to the cameraman. That was blocking our view. He deserves a raise. Whatever his his like assignment was, he achieved it. Cause I swear to God, that dude did not move from the whole fucking fight. Yeah, that dude was there. Like even when they went to commercial and the like the the ring had the it was like lights went out and everything. That dude was there. Like is he was he a statue? That man was <clears throat> he straight been. up in the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, I don't know if the the fighters decide, hey man, let's let's fight right here in front of him, so they can't see. But <laughs> I swear to you, man, that cameraman did his job. He's like, watch my feed. Fuck seeing it in person. Right? <laughs> There's big screens everywhere. Watch those. And they had like a second delay to to begin with. That's why I'm like looking high, low, high, low, high, low. <laughs> Each time. I always l- tend to look at the uh, screens when they're grappling so I can get a better view of like the hand fighting or whatever. But other than that, I was trying to watch the cage. I'm like, high, low, high, low, high, low. Mm-hmm. Come on, kid. Yeah, watch- get out of there. Yeah, watching the cage was just. Uh, I'm watching the, the fighters in the cage. Was just. Like, it's just, man. It takes. Watching it at home, it's like it doesn't seem as real. Like when you see it up close, it's just like a whole different thing. It's so much more crazy and so much more tense. And you just realize how much, like, when you're watching it on TV and you see them circling the outside of the cage and doing all this movement around the cage, you don't realize how much they're actually running around and 
moving around until you see that cage in person. Mm-hmm. That is a big area to circle constantly for five fucking rounds. <laughs> yes, sir, it is. It's... Well, on that note, I hope they come back to Jacksonville soon. And you guys ready to call it? Yes, shout out to shout out to um all the listeners, viewers on YouTube. Appreciate you. Um, appreciate the support. Like, subscribe for more. And uh, hit us up in the comments. We'll hit you. We'll talk about it. We can give us some feedback. How about your boy, Ashy Knuckles? My dude from Georgia. Please say something, my dude from Georgia. You know who you are, Pooler or Cooler, whatever city it is, whatever weird ass town it was. Holla at your boy. Yes, sir. On that note, though, zip it up. Zip it out. Zippity doo dah. Bye bye. La, 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 la,